I'm Helen Chickering with BPR News. A 2018 murder conviction of a Haywood County man charged with selling narcotics that led to a deadly overdose has caught the attention of public health researchers. They've published a paper about their observations, raising questions about the harsh punishment, which is now law in more than two dozen states, including North Carolina. I caught up with the researchers and talked with them about their behind-the-scenes work that led to the findings. Their resumes are filled with academic credentials, but the skills and methods key to the work by Jennifer Carroll and Bela Ostrak often don't show up on paper. As medical anthropologists, they spend a lot of time listening and observing, often embedding themselves in communities, as Ostrak has done in Western North Carolina for the past four years. And just paying attention to what people are talking about. And that's the best way to do research is just spend time with people and talk to them and see what they want to talk about. Carol is currently based in Raleigh, where she's on faculty at NC State University. As anthropologists, we are both very interested in not just human behavior, but how people are making sense of their own behavior. So not just whether or not you go to get your flu shot this year, but like, how do you think about the flu shot? And how do you make the decision about whether to pick up your car keys or get on the bus and go down to the pharmacy and and do that? The two share a common research focus, harm reduction among substance users. That includes things like access to sterile syringes and the overdose reversal medicine, naloxone. In 2018, A high-profile murder case in Haywood County opened a window for collaboration. New at 5, a local man convicted of multiple drug charges now faces charges at a woman's death. The case made headlines across North Carolina for the harsh and rare charge of murder linked to an overdose death. 36-year-old James Dotson was later convicted of second-degree murder for selling narcotics to a 20-year-old woman who died after taking the drugs. It was the county's first major conviction for distribution linked to a fatal overdose and was hailed as a victory for taking a danger off the street. Not making headlines, says Carol, were the subtle ripple effects that Dotson's sentence and absence were having on the community. There are people in Haywood County who are telling us that they are not calling 911 because they are afraid of getting charged with murder. Comments she first heard in 2019 while conducting interviews in the county as part of a harm reduction study. Carol says the remarks came up independently, prompting her to dig deeper. I brought it up in subsequent interviews and everyone had an opinion and an experience to share about that particular case. Um, It's something they were familiar with. And most people I talked to indicated that there had been impacts to some degree, either moderate or or more significant and affecting them and their behavior and their safety um, as a result of that particular case. Ostrek, who was conducting separate research, was hearing it too. And while the fear around calling 911 when witnessing an overdose topped the list, conversations also revealed a short-lived but notable dilution in the local drug supply immediately following the Dotson conviction, often prompting users to buy more drugs, which Carol notes could increase the risk of overdose. 
Sidebar findings that, while not conclusive, provided important observational data, says Carol, who, along with Ostrak and staff from the Harm Reduction Coalition, published a paper about the Haywood County feedback. To the best of our knowledge, what we published is the first empirical data about what the impacts of a case like this have actually been in a specific community. That was very important for us to get out into the literature so that the people could learn from it, critique it, talk about it, use it to shape the way that they explore these questions in their own communities or in broader research. Meantime, the two are making plans to do more research into the community impact of a death-by-distribution conviction, which in 2019, inspired by the Haywood County case, became law in North Carolina. And I'd really like to understand beyond Haywood, is a case like this, is it hyper-local? Is it just that people happen to know the defendant? Or are there kind of similar understandings, concerns, ideas about the effect of this law in other places? Questions this pair of medical anthropologists know will take a lot more listening and observing to answer. I'm Helen Chickering, VPR News.